As the consultation period for the government's plans for GP commissioning draws to a close and the timetable for implementation is published, debate continues about what it'll mean for the future of our health service. At a conference at the King's Fund on the 7th of September, the discussion focused on the key factors required for putting the plans into practice. I'm Sarah Hardcastle and I spoke to a number of the conference contributors to assess their perspectives on the current situation. Joe Bailey, a GP and member of the PBC Executive Committee for the Gloucester Cluster, gave me her response to what she'd heard. Well, I think they've been interesting and I'm glad to see the steer from the Minister of Health that uh, commissioning is going to go ahead. Um, what worries me is the transition period because some of the examples we've been given are in areas where PECTs have actually been encouraging GPs to undertake uh, commissioning and to devolve power down to clusters. If you've got a PCT that's not as proactive as that, uh, how is this all going to work? Uh, I think PCTs are justifiably worried about accountability when they still hold the accountability financially and strategically. How do they devolve power? But on the other hand, how do clusters start taking on their role and become shadow organisations if they haven't got any budget and they aren't able to employ people and they don't exist as legal entities? So I really have still got a lot of questions about that and I haven't yet found any answers to that. What are the sort of encouraging points you've heard from today? Um, I think the, the ministerial support, the fact that there are examples showing that it can be done when you've got the right support structures in place, um, the enthusiasm. I think there is a general feeling that this is something that could reinvigorate general practice and a recognition that PPC in its original form hasn't worked for multiple reasons uh, and that this is a chance to actually change things. Although I think the flip side, as some of the speakers have said, is that this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing and if we get it wrong, we'll be stuck with non-functioning structures for a long time time to come. The, the battle with the, the PCT, I mean you've said you haven't seen a way clearly forward expressed today. Uh, that's got to happen yes. and it's got to happen in your area. How do you think that's going to be, uh, to be remedied? I, I think we're going to need gov uh, guidance from central government because as I say, I don't see it as a conspiracy by the PCT against commissioning. I see it as a justifiable concern on behalf of the PCT about how do they hand over accountability um, when they are still answerable for uh, the sort of financial and strategic direction of the organisation right up until 2013. And I don't think you can expect a bureaucracy with that level of accountability to just hand over power and budget willy-nilly. But on the other hand, that process has to begin now uh, or in the next 12 months. So we're going to need guidance from the Department of Health as to how PCTs do that uh, and remain safe as organisations from their point of view, but giving uh, commissioners the chance to go ahead. What about other concerns from your colleagues, your GP colleagues in your area? Are there ones that are most commonly expressed? I think the number one concern is budget. There's an awareness that uh, we have to find uh, large uh, savings and how do we continue to provide good quality care while saving money and what during this very difficult period of transition. Um, I think on the whole that there is a willingness to at least hear more about commissioning and an interest in how it's going to work but yeah the big fear is budgetary and how do we square that circle. And what about this conflict of interest being the provider and the commissioner at the same time is that something that you're concerned about? 
it's something that comes up again and again in healthcare and you usually find a way to cobble a solution together. So I, I think it's something we can probably work around as long as there's flexibility from the Department of Health in how they set up structures and how they set up the commissioning boards and the clusters. Uh, and we need, um, we need flexibility, but at the same time, we need clear lines of accountability so we know whose function is what and how we can create uh, Chinese walls if necessary between the commissioner and provider function but we're really awaiting more guidance on that. And on that note, do you feel that you're getting enough guidance, enough communication, enough transparency at this stage? I think there are a lot of questions still to be answered, um, which is not surprising considering how new this all is. Um, I know that there are more white papers and more information due out shortly, and I think we're really waiting for that. We also need a response from the uh, BMA and the Royal College, I think. Um, they've kind of put their response on hold while, while awaiting more information, but we need guidance and leadership from them so that we can take it forward as a profession.